Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Um, uh, what's his fucking tits? Uh, I'm from Boston. I'm a president. What's my goddamn name? I got shot in the head. Hello, I fuck oh Mar- Marilyn Monroe. John F. Kennedy, thank, thank you. Like my brain's stuck on FDR. So John F. Kennedy, right? So John F. Kennedy. <laughs> so <laughs> I fucked bitches. <laughs> Do to it. The um, uh, stuff's happened in Myanmar. Have you been keeping up with diet? Okay, so something that bothers me about that. I have not actually been hearing a lot on the news anymore about that, but I know for news a fact that it's still going on. I heard uh, only a few a days ago that like hundreds of people were killed by the military. Yeah. 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 So that's what's going on. This is fucking terrible. How did... Uh, okay, so well, at what point do you have uh, some type of... Uh, See, like a uh, worldwide shadow government that gets involved and decides to, uh, you know, prevent this evil atrocity from happening. Like, where, where, well, where's see, our savior no, now? You see that you see there's no natural resources, so there's no reason for the United States to invade and give them democracy. God, I don't, damn it! I mean, that's the only thing I can assume, right? Because every other time this has happened, and there's like oil, <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. It, like, it takes all of like five seconds for some western nation usually the united states to get intimately involved and try to bestow democracy upon them but like yeah a hundred you know civilians get mowed down by the myanmar uh military government and it's like you barely hear a whisper about it in the western news it's fucking insane wait a second okay so here's the thing i think we can fix this it's a simple thing all we need to do is woo some billionaire investors that would like to establish um, a military presence in Myanmar for the sake of extracting resources, and then we could just we could shake that situation up quite a bit. You know, that's but all. It's, it's all we need to do, right? That solves it. But it's like even in that instance, like whatever government they would install would be like. Maybe, maybe, probably just as bad. Oh. Maybe just slightly less bad. Yeah, things. So it's like it's still, yeah. Things are bad for for Myanmar as far as exports. I'm like I'm I'm reading right here and said like it includes various minerals, precious stones, gems, timber, forest products. Here's the thing that throws me off: hydropower potential. It's like, yeah. I, I think if you're advertising that as being like a, a an important Export. natural resource, it's like we have water, we have flowing water. We, a, a we flowing just want water. everyone to know there's water that flows here. We're not tapping yeah. into that resource yet. Forest product, but there's potential. What there is, is potential? What the fuck is a forest product? I mean, is it like acorns? Wood. <laughs> I'm assuming it's still wood, right? No, because it says timber. It says timber and forest products. Oh. So it's like forest products is something like um, leaves. You chop up the hmm. leaves really fine, and you can make like a mulch-like material. Yeah, so, so leaf mulch. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe furs. Maybe furs, animals that live in the really? forest. We just refer to them as products. I don't fucking know. I, I would like originally decry that as being like, oh, you know, like why would that be a large enough export to be included on, you know, a nationwide list? But it does say precious stones and gems, which are also like – completely meaningless like they don't have a practical function really but they're expensive oh but they're expensive why though are there are they just like currency 
or like because no no monies like it's hardly it's, any uh, fiat currencies are based on natural resources like that anymore. I, at least none that I can think of offhand. It's because there's a limited quantity and there's a lot of labor involved in acquiring them. So you can yeah. charge obscene amounts of money based on their rarity. Isn't that amazing? I mean, it's still it's still stored labor. It's still a currency. Like it's mm-hmm. just it's representative of that in a more direct fashion than our credit based like fiat currencies, like where everything is basically just a debt. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's so fucking weird. Oh man. Okay, so um so you have a lot of people that are killed in what I assume to be a large protest event. I w- yeah. I wouldn't assume that they would be like going around and like hunting, you know, pulling people out of their houses and shooting them in the street. Like that would be indicative yeah. of something far worse, right? Yeah. So I actually, you know Luna Oi? Yes. They recently had like a two and a half hour episode. So anyone interested in getting a deep dive, I would just go and watch that instead of watch, instead of listen to us talk about what we <laughs> gathered from that. But it uh, basically they interview a guy who um, they were, were originally going to interview two guys. One person that was like born and raised in Myanmar that I don't know what his ethnic background is, um, but his internet was bad, so he couldn't get on the call. And then another guy who sounded like he was British, but some kind of English-esque kind of accent or whatever, and that used to work at for an NGO in Myanmar, but now thinks like the NGOs and stuff like that that exist are kind of just like bullshit, like non-essential organizations there to extract extract wealth from the country and all this other kinds of stuff. And uh, and and but now he still lives there, and I don't know exactly like what he does, but it, he was kind of giving like his perspective of having been there for like seven or eight or ten years or like something like that, and just talking about um, the. Uh, political landscape over there and he has like a really good like historical kind of deal uh, which i can't like recite off the top of my head because it was pretty in depth but then uh just talking about like the current landscape because we talked about Myanmar uh, primarily in relation to like the rohingya rohingya i don't know what's the correct way to pronounce it uh, muslim population that were getting like genocided mm-hmm. <laughs> in the western provinces and stuff like that uh but apparently in Myanmar there's like a hundred or something plus different ethnicities of people that live there. And the Rohingyas have gotten it, uh, the brunt force of like the junta, you know, military government, uh, the most of that. But apparently like it's a, it's a widespread issue among all of like the different, uh, minority ethnic groups in the country. Yeah. Because I didn't realize this, but I learned from watching it that there's, uh, um, refugee camps on the Thai, Thai uh, border as well, in Thailand, which is just east of Myanmar. And then there's also like a refugee kind of camp type deal. Well, it's not even like a camp type deal because it's in Myanmar's borders, but like a, there's a couple towns that are basically in in the northeast uh, part of the country that are controlled by um, uh, basically like these militant um, ethnic minority groups that have you know use uh weapons and stuff like that to defend themselves because 
it's uh, like a regular policy by uh, the military government and the military to like just go and like destroy uh, minority ethnic background villages and rape women and like all this kind of fucked up shit. And it's like such like a regular occurrence and like terrible situation for years. This has been going on. It's just, you know, it's getting stuff more a highlight on it because of the 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 faux whatever democracy like head honcho Aung San Suu Kyi got kicked out um but like it's it, all the the atrocities are so bad that it's a common saying among many ethnic groups that the worst curse you can have is a beautiful daughter because of how widespread the use of rape is by the military and it's so bad that a lot of times families will send their daughters to go uh live in the refugee camps like outside of the country to like try to protect them yo so i was just reading up a little bit about that uh apparently the kutu pelong i'm probably butchering that name refugee Mm -hmm. camp is the largest refugee camp in the world and it's in bangladesh so a lot of people that Rohingya living in Myanmar decided to um, uh, habitate here as a way to flee the uh, ethnic and religious persecution they were experiencing there. Yeah. And and it, and it also has like the, the, the classic like trappings of like uh, nationalistic uh, Buddhist uh, head figures, you know, revving up like anti-Muslim sentiment and all that kind of shit. Right. Well, yeah, apparently the, um, the Rohingya... Uh, genocide is it rohingya or rohingya i've heard both okay. like i thought it was rohingya for a long time and then i was listening to that thing the other day and they were saying rohingya and i was like well i, I know we've discussed I, it before like i know I, we've talked about the rohingya rohingya before on yeah. on cynic empowerment but um that's way way backtrack that's like oh yeah it's been a minute. Well, Early we days. were talking about it um, probably around the time period that these crackdowns. Uh, so they they separate um, the oppression of this group uh, into two uh, date ranges. So from October to 2016 to January 2017, um, they decided to crack down on uh, like Muslims. Uh, so it, it was exactly as you're talking about. It's kind of like this like uh, um, this ethnic group of a certain religious persuasion is just depressing another group of a of a different religious persuasion um and then it got more serious in august of 2017 which is uh exacerbated to the point that it is today so it's been an ongoing thing at least since then um mm-hmm. and we i mean would we might have talked about it i mean and oh yeah yeah no that 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 yeah that we did talk about but what yeah what we didn't talk about is like that they're not the only ethnic minority that's being persecuted or has oh. been persecuted historically. Like there's yeah. other ones. There's like, yeah, like they, and it, like what's weird though is like from what I gathered from it is like the cities are relatively diverse and stuff like that. But I guess it's probably like a thing where when you just look at people, you like, you don't know what their ethnic background is kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's like these rural regions is where you see a lot of like the military violence of them just like going in and uh, doing terrible shit. Yeah, at, at the at the hands of so called Buddhist people, uh, apparently. Yeah, eighty percent of the these... the country is is you know assumed to be uh, Buddhist. Yeah, and it's just like yeah, it doesn't even make sense. It's like why? Like, what's the point of doing this shit? It's like, nah, there's no point. You just fucking yeah. Doesn't that go against like whatever that whatever fuck eightfold path that Buddhists have or yeah? But it's yeah, and it's also kind of thing. 
like every religion can be used as a justification to do fucked up shit. Like every religion's been used. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Buddhists are no different. Like the fucking like the Hindus are no different. You know, they all 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 religion can be used as a tool to make people do fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's just all bad. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Uh you're totally right. Um I mean it does it does have a saving grace, but I guess we haven't exactly been kind to uh, religion on on sinning empowerment historically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's a topic that we're fairly critical of. What with uh, our our mutual Southern Baptist backgrounds. Yep, exactly. Uh, it's just how it uh, how it's how it's become kind of framed. Uh, we we can't help yep. it. No, it's can't just, help it. It's just part of it. Oh shit. Uh yeah. Um yeah, that's that's an extremely sad situation. Do do you think it's going to get any better anytime mm-hmm. soon and and why uh it might get better? <sighs> or do you just see it continuing well, to be a problem until we recognize that hey, emeralds actually are kind of valuable now that we're in a wasteland and then we go like yeah. invade Myanmar and be like we're going to yeah. establish American democracy. We're going to take all of your shiny rocks. Um Basically, from yeah. the perspective that I got from These are the video, like the only thing that would be a possibility of hope is that if like people in the military to start defecting just because they like the military has is so large and uh, they have way more weapons than the people that are against the military, like there's not really like a a fighting force to overcome and defeat it, even though there are armed militant uh, minority ethnic—so many words—arms militant ethnic minority uh, militia groups and stuff like that. Uh, like they, like you said, like eighty percent of the people are Buddhist. Like eighty percent of the people are what Burmese? Is that like the the main? um ethnic majority of Myanmar uh I think so um well let's see what's what's up with this I mean it used to be called Burma so I don't know but yeah the government yeah the government of Burma right and they they took over in 1962 yeah okay when they kicked out the what British or what span the course of 26 years um uh the belligerents uh Tatmadaw yeah, that's the military government. Okay, that's the, that's them. Yeah, the top model is the military government. I know that much. Okay, gotcha. That's the official title name. Uh, mm. But anyway, uh, anyway, so like the but like the minorities like take up like a such a small portion of like the blah 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 population that is just not really like a, a feasible thing for them to like win, <laughs> if that makes sense. So. You know, and you would you would hope that like with things like mowing down a hundred people that there would be defectors, but apparently, like according to the interview that was taking place, that uh, Luna Oi and stuff like that, uh, it didn't really look like there were that many defectors as of yet. So who the fuck knows? Yeah, have you heard of the eight 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 uprising? They did reference it in the video talking about in 1988 uh something like a pro-democracy thing happened or something like that yeah it it was 
they call it the people's democracy movement. Uh, a okay. the party that had taken control was a totalitarian um, uh, regime, the Burma Socialist Program Party, which of course gives socialism a bad name once again. Okay, absolutely fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, they were I don't they were going to promote the, the Burmese way to socialism, which involved economic isolation and strengthening of their military. Okay. Oh wait. So the top Madaw called themselves a socialist group. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the since uh, 1962, I might be getting my dates mixed up, but I think that's correct. Okay. Interesting. That's fun. Yeah. Like we're socialist. Like what? What social programs do you do? Go fuck yourself, or we'll shoot you. Yeah, okay. Sure you Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. That's that's fun. Yeah. Cause like I didn't realize this, but apparently like. Uh, uh Myanmar had been isolationist much like North Korea up until like the two like the twenty tens or whatever. Like it wasn't until like Ung Aung San Suu Kyi that they opened up the country to allow NGOs and stuff like that into it. Mm-hmm. So it's like they have very poor infrastructure, like they don't have like telephone lines or anything else like that you have to have a cell phone with a sim card if you want to like get access to like internet or anything else like that and if you're lucky you can get like 3g data to like do stuff because otherwise like the infrastructure is just like not there so it um yeah i don't know because uh it was um i think uh sanctioned or whatever up until like she got uh, elected and blah, blah 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 blah. So so, where is she right now? Do do they know which which um, holding facility she's being uh, held captive at? Uh, I have no idea. I don't really. I haven't followed her stuff. I don't know. And did she? Well, that's like, kind of that's kind of why the protests have been going or, on, right? Or they make it sound that way. I thought it was the protests were going on because, like, I think her party, what the New Democracy Party or whatever the fuck it was, like they won like a majority of elections and then the the top mada was like fuck this shit we're taking this lady and uh fuck you and your democracy this was this was a fun little thing we did for a little while but uh you can say goodbye to it we don't care we're back in power bye-bye yeah but they're like but also we'll do elections again a year from now (laughs) It's like okay, oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's nice. I'll, I'll I'll take that. I'll accept that. Yeah, sure, sure you will. That's that's okay. an approachable pop proposition that you have for me. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll just I'll just won't vote. I just won't vote right now. You know, we could just like fuck it. You know, next year's good. <laughs> next year's all well and good. Yeah, we can vote later. I kind of feel that whenever um like the popular vote doesn't follow the electoral college, I just like yeah. Okay, I guess I'll that's maybe I'll, I'll pretend I vote next time. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, I'll pretend I'm <laughs> that's neat. That's neat thing. That's a neat thing that happens, and then and then all the people come out of the woodwork. It's like if the if the decision didn't go your way, you were like, "Oh, you're all fucking electoral college, bro." And even though the electoral college always always seems to like favor the Republicans when it when it differs with the the popular opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, nonetheless, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, I I can't say that I understand exactly how they feel because obviously the political scenario there is just fucking just blows yeah no, it's oh, not good. jesus uh but uh yeah democracy's good um 
people should uh, always fight for democracy, even though I'm saying that as a United States citizen. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't really feel like don't really feel like I vote for stuff. Yeah, don't really feel like there's much rhyme or reason to that. I've been trying to look into getting involved in um, like uh, local government politics, and even then, it's it's pretty exclusionary like you got to pay these massive fees to sit on any boards or uh, run for office or anything like that oh yeah so it's like well i can't even hope to do that until i put a bunch of other stuff on a back burner and like save up money so i can run for office or that's yeah, a fucking paywall yeah a paywall it's a, to democracy paywall yeah pay to play yeah in order to run for president like when you fill out your form it costs like thousands of dollars i'm pretty certain just like, just for the Senate, yeah, just like to fill it out in order to like uh, be able to go on like the ballots or whatever. And like, I think for like congressperson and senator, it's like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. That's amazing. So just just in that one fell swoop for you know the way that our society does things, you exclude basically the working class, like the the majority. Of it. <laughs> yeah. Like shit. Pretty much. Like no, they, they don't even they don't have a shot. They're 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 not the people we want to be in power. We we need oligarchs. We need corporate oligarchs. There, there are rulers. There are rulers from now on. They're going to be our rulers in the future. Whoever has the most oil gets to be president. That's the rule. That's the rule. We all agreed. Yeah, that's that's just how it's going to be now. You're just going to have to deal with it. And I guess we'll deal with it for a while. You know, stay complacent. Yeah. I'll complain a while, and then uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll go back to being uh sheepish. Yeah, I'm just still in the like. Hey, can we just like all agree that this government we live under kind of sucks? And like the fact that I can't even people get people to agree to like that mild proposition, it makes me kind of like, okay, yeah, maybe we are all doomed. <laughs> well, I, I think the sentiment is changing. Like uh, a lot of people that I bring up these kind of, uh, I guess you could call them like anti-patriotic ideas. Um, yeah. They, they're, they're more approachable. They, 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 um, will at least engage in the conversation, if not outright agree, in a, opposition yeah. to the the very like the the minority of people that have such a, a, a profound nationalistic perspective that they they become irate at, at even a vague mention of uh, you know like oh you know America's got some issues. Like even something yeah. as innocuous as that, they w would fly off the handle over. So, I mean, we're, we're definitely talking about uh, the needle moving in the right direction. There are a lot of people that recognize that the system's busted at least and that a lot of things need to be changed about it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and in the inverse, you know, those people, I think they recognize that it's not true. They recognize that they're kind of like living in this uh, this like fairy tale world or, or at least when it comes to that particular subject and uh, well but the thing is like i feel like a lot of people that i meet and talk to like they want to like still live in the fairy tale world you know <laughs> they yeah. want to they'd rather just they be believe the lie and, yeah like, exactly. things are good like things are good things are good enough uh like i the the, the first thing that usually comes to uh, comes to bear in a conversation of, of that kind I, I hear people say well it's better than somewhere else it, i mean and, and we, yeah, exactly. we just discussed that moments ago it's you know what we have here is not as bad as what they have in in Myanmar right now. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Like it's not necessarily a reason to be patriotic. Like I don't need to be like 
man, my shit is so much better than their shit, so therefore I'm thankful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not literally getting mowed down by uh, the Myanmar uh, military, but yeah. if I was protesting, I would be getting mowed down by the United States police forces. So I guess it's uh, the same. Yeah, that'll know. teach us to look on the bright side of life. Yeah, but, um, yeah but, uh, over but, here they just uh, beat us with billy clubs and throw tear gas at us. And, you know, mo- they don't kill hundreds, just maybe like one or two accidentally. I mean, you say us, but uh, I didn't go out and organize specifically because I just assumed that I'm going to be the guy that gets knocked in the head with the fucking tear gas canister and whatever you could take it like i if i just one could take it i, I think i could I, I should just go out there in full kit and just be like, choo, 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 you know, like yeah then they'd shoot me i would die for sure <laughs> yeah i would definitely like, die kill the knight it's yeah. like i don't even have my sword <laughs> i don't care we have to fight them with with every level of history every bit of anachronism yeah. we can muster i'm gonna go grab a horse and i'm just gonna <laughs> yeah i'm gonna try to joust a few you get like at least one, I think. I bet I could get one, and and it would it would give the rest of them just like uh, something to just be like, what the absolute fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, dude, you'd make so many headlines if you like jousted a police officer, oh like my God. Full, fully kitted out yeah. as a knight. You'd go down in history. Uh, definitely. I'm not would. saying you should. I'm do gonna it, do but, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like this is not me like provoking and um, what you call it. Uh, supporting insurrection aid, jimmy <laughs> aid, yeah aiding and embedding in an insurrection i don't know what you'd call that i'm gonna try to organize it with a bunch of my buddies and we could just have a full charge <laughs> yeah, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> like all right guys we're going to... tonight we dine in hell I, I think i i think i know enough people who do archery too that we could probably put together a medieval army <laughs> oh my god can you <laughs> jesus <laughs> Can you imagine just like a bunch of people just like shooting arrows into the sky? That that actually would be really terrifying, and I think uh, I think a lot of uh, yeah. uh, uh, government institutions would recognize that as an act of war. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're definitely like doing some shit you should be doing. Like you're we have fucked. to quell this uprising, but not like Burma's doing. <laughs> you know, not like Myanmar. yeah, no, <laughs> it's different than yeah. that. It's it's different when we do it here. Yeah, yeah, it's different. It's different. What about trebuchet? Could we bring some trebuchets? Oh, of course we can. I mean, it's just it's a beautiful mechanism. You know, we yeah. we would uh, doing our we would be doing our ancestors a disservice if we didn't use some trebuchets. Yeah, gotta have at least one trebuchet in there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> nice. All right, do we have to wear tights? Is that a part of it? I, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of that portion of the medieval history. Like hose, wear a bunch of medieval hose. Yeah, we could leave that out. I- yeah, it's not necessary. Okay, we're gonna leave those on the sidelines. You should still bring your masks though, six feet apart, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Bring your mask <laughs> underneath your full kit. Yeah, everything will be okay. Um, so they finally got this fucking ship unstuck out of the Suez Canal. Oh my gosh! It took you them know, a minute. It took them a whole fucking week. <laughs> do you know? Uh, like, not that I care. Uh, but I wonder how much money like rich assholes fucking lost from it like delaying yeah stuff moving around just because things weren't moving yeah it, it, it's like one oh. one thing after another i bet that there's some business person out there that was like doing real well before covid hit and then covid hit and they were like you know what 
You know, we're going to survive this. We're going to survive this as long as our one fucking container ship just gets to its destination on time. That's all we fucking need. And this bloated company that completely lacks any foresight or insurance is just going to just run headlong into that issue. And we're going to fucking overcome it. And then all of a sudden you get up, you know, like you're, you're, you're like the captain. You, you, you come up to the fact that there's this big ass tanker that's just like poof, it's right in the side of the fucking canal. It's insane. I mean, it's it's terrible, but it's also just like fucking funny. Like, I would love to hear that phone call. <laughs> the captain's yeah, like, like, "Uh, uh sir, yeah. sir, I think we might have an issue." <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you mean? Oh, well, stuck. well, it's 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 sideways. That the boat side. There's a boat up ahead, and it's sideways in the canal. Suez Canal. Yeah. Yeah. I can't get by. What do you want me to do? Yeah. Jimmy, what do you I want guess, me to do? What do you I guess just wait? I don't this has never happened before. I mean I guess we can wait, but like how long do you want me to wait here? Like do we can we turn actually we can't turn around. There's like a thousand boats behind me. It's like fuck. Um what am I gonna do? Yeah, I guess we're I guess you're waiting. Um I'll uh I'll have someone uh bring you uh a burrito. You're like send it over on a dinghy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's how they lived for like a week. <laughs> yeah. Getting just like little meals on dinghies. They had to eat One... all their meals off a dinghy. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually opening up a restaurant in Louisville called Meals Off a Dinghy. Meals Off a Dinghy. Oh my gosh. It's going to be a hit. <laughs> Okay, and then we're like, you want to go to the dinghies? I'm like, no, you have to say the full phrase. It's meals oh. off a dinghy. And it's then everyone that dinghy. comes in. You don't just eat the dinghies. You have the meals <laughs> off the dinghies. And it's yeah, dinghies doesn't eat. own it. We don't eat dinghies here. It's disgusting. Yeah, dinghies is a floaty thing. And if, and if you Boat. come in and you say, uh, I love big floppy dinghies, you'll get a free kid's meal. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Yeah, only kids meal. <laughs> <laughs> and our mascot uh, is uh, his name's Big Floppy Dingy. So you're just saying you love him. Big. It's, uh, it all works. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look! It's Big Floppy Dingy. All the kids are going wild, just shoving nasty cake into their faces. I don't know why cake's involved, but sometimes, <laughs> hey, McDonald's had like a they had like a birthday party pack at one point. You remember that? You ever had a McDonald's Wait. birthday, Jimmy? You ever had a McDonald's birthday, Jimmy? I'm sure one? that as a kid, I would have loved that. But like now, retroactively as an adult, knowing like how trash McDonald's food is, yeah. it sounds like terribly sad. I went to one once. I went to one. I went to a McDonald's. Was it just? Birthday. Do you just get like a million chicken nuggets? Just like okay, uh, if you if you give us fifty dollars, we'll we will give you a thousand chicken nuggets because this stuff is made out of cardboard and you can just divvy them out however the fuck you want. You guys can all slobber on each other in the playpen area. That yeah, that's basically where we're at. You know, they say we were in like the little like uh, viewing area for all of the uh, the the play place and right. It was just, it was just, the thing that I remember the most was the neon yellow icing on the cake. Wait, they, wait, they served cake? It had Ronald on it. it wait, Ronald was on the Ronald cake? Ronald was on it. 
they had like specific like McDonald's cake that they would serve you only if you had a McDonald's party. Yes, yes, and it had what Ronald on fuck? it, and he held balloons, and he had big ass, creepy motherfucking feet. What the hell? Yeah, it was. He was doing That's like a little crazy. dance. I I can like picture that there was. It was. Uh, it definitely had yellow icing on top, and the the little like uh, what do you call it? The little like puffy part on the side. You know, where they put the like the little like special icing it was blue it was fucking light blue <laughs> okay and I, I i don't know i feel like i feel like the whole time i was there there was probably some guy that was just like creeping around a corner in a grimace costume it's being like yes, eat that cake it's so good you <laughs> I like made it, it just for you you like it i look at it a lot and, and yeah i'm sure that the the fucking Fucking burglar or whatever his name is, hamburger. Oh, yeah. a hamburger, what, wasn't it? Man, what, what, their marketing yeah, is so fucking good. All that shit is just in my brain. But it's true. But it's like, why did they have a a mascot named Grimace? Like, uh, I don't like, know. How, like, how does that make you like want to eat? It's like you might as well have named them like Frowny. Or like angry face yeah. or something. A per- yeah, he's a purple blob that's that's named, named- after a, a negative bodily emotional cause thing. Like yeah. why? Hey, so many questions. Yeah, it does. I mean, and also like the Hamburglar. Like, I mean, that's just a it's a shitty play on words at best, and you make an entire character out of it. He's, he's he looks like he's got out of prison. He's got like a fucking like jumpsuit on. It's true. A little bandit mask. I, I, it's it still makes way more sense than Grimace will ever. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, Grimace is definitely like the more unusual thing of the two. Kind of reminds me of Big Red. You know, like Western Kentucky University has the Hilltoppers, but their oh, mascot yeah. is like a a piece of bubble gum, I guess. A piece Who of bubble gum with a giant mouth. Exactly, and that's just like big floppy dinghies. You know, we, we could make it anything. Big floppy dinghies. Here we've got Grimace and Big Red, our mascots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all the greats all the greats which keep rolling out the hits man i can't do that voice much longer that is killing my vocal cords <laughs> Good God. yeah yeah you're gonna it was it's the it's a, uh the i was trying to go for a, a parisian voice <laughs> you see i have i have like a a swath of different uh accents and uh, yeah. I have multiple yeah. French accents. It's not accents. just French, it's Parisian. Just, okay, uh, I do a countryside French accent as well. And French don't accent. don't question my talents. Oh, do you want do you want London or do you want uh uh Stratfordshire? That's I, right. I, you, I do both. You, you want the, the um Cockney. You want the Cockney? I I ya bloke. Yeah yeah, I saw you over there. Ah yeah. Cockney? Maybe a little step up a lip. Maybe a little step up a lip. You kind of London. Hello, having a little no show. Oh no, is the connection lost? Oh no. Hey, hey, I'll see you over there. Oh, Jimmy. Connection was lost. Oh no. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to Cynic Empowerment. As you can see, due to an unfortunate internet connection error, we were unable to complete this episode. But thank you, everyone that listened until this point. 
If you would like to reach out to us and contact us and let us know what in the world is making you sad, you can do so by emailing us at syndicempowerment at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you there. You can also like us on Facebook at Cynic Empowerment, or you can tweet at us on the Twitter at Cynic Empower Me One. We would love to hear from you when it means a lot to us. And if you're listening to us through any of the listening apps out there, please, for the love of God, please, for the love of God, please, for the love of God, please, like and review the show. It means a lot to us, and it helps other people find us. Yeah. All right. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Much love. Bye-bye.